word. I'd like us to think tonight of verse 15. I'm sure this might be a familiar text to some. Take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. And I'd like to consider this somewhat devotionally tonight. Perhaps an introduction, the book of Song of Songs or Song of Solomon is a love letter. It's a poem of sorts, it's wonderful literature, it's so graphic, the pictures are many, the illustrations are beautiful, and it really means for us three things tonight. It describes the love of God for his people, that's us, if we are in the faith, if we love the Lord and he comes and he woos and he courts his people, he seeks to draw us with the cords of love. But as well, you can look at this book and you can see the love of Christ for his church. How individuals (coughs) are courted like the king comes and courts and woos the Shulamite woman. But also there's applications for believers as we seek to love one another. And that's really What I want to think about tonight in this verse. Take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. Verse 15. If you look at the chapter, I think I misunderstood the first verse until looking it up. I am the rose of Sharon. This is the woman speaking. She's a, a simple, plain, ordinary woman. And when it says that she's the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valleys, we think it's quite grand language. But the probable meaning is that she's speaking very humbly of herself. These are not cultivated roses or lilies. They're just ordinary curbside flowers growing among the thorns. That's what it says in verse 2. Probably it's an anemone or something like that, a wild flower. She's just ordinary. She's just a simple person. There's nothing particularly worthy about her. She's just, could we say, plain Jane. And yet the king comes. And the king loves her. And the king desires her. And so we see here what she says. She says, I'm the Rose of Sharon, meaning I'm an ordinary person. I'm the lily of the valleys, the lily among the thorns, And why did he desire me, even me? Why did he come and choose me? And she speaks so well of the king. And the lesson for us is we should always speak well of the Saviour. He has come and found us. We were just maybe a flower among the thorns, growing wild, not cultivated. But the Lord has come and put his love upon us now the picture in this book is they're not yet married there's a courtship going on the marriage of course for the church is when christ comes again and go down to verse 14 before we come to our text the shulamite remembers that the king came he came to her house it starts from verse 8 if we just look at verse 14 this is the king speaking to her O my dove, that art in the clefts of the rock, she's hiding. 
She won't show her face. She's in the secret places. And he begs and he desires, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. Your voice is sweet. Your face is beautiful and attractive. What graphic imagery of how Christ comes and desires us. And we won't appear. We won't speak. We hide. And the Lord comes and looks. He desires us. He wants us. Why? Why me? Why should he want me? He comes and looks. And then probably verse 15, our text. It's probably, that's the consensus view. This is the Shulamite speaking in verse 15. Remember, it's a love, a romance between the two. God and his people, Christ and his church and individuals who desire to love one another in the church. And this is what she says, and it's quite a striking picture. The picture is of a vineyard. As their love grows, so the fruit comes. The picture's in verse 13, the fig tree, the vines, the blossom, the flowers, the fruit. And everything is beautiful in this garden, this romantic picture. And arise, my love, my fair one, come away. Everything seems to be good. Verse 15, there's a problem. A problem in the relationship. Problems that need to be dealt with. Take up the foxes. This speaks of big creatures. Maybe not foxes, it could be jackals. They came in and caused havoc in the vineyard. Destroyed the fruit. Well, they're the easy ones. You can catch big animals. You can put walls up. You can do things to stop them. And foxes is always used in the word of God of something evil and wild. Judges 15, Samson. Very memorably, he put torches on 300 foxes and released them to destroy the grains, that the fields of grain that the Philistines had. They were to do a nuisance. Tobiah spoke when Nehemiah was rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem that even foxes could knock them down. And Christ spoke of Herod as a fox. He rebuked him. It was a description of a crafty monarch and his worthless nature. So what's this about? Well, the foxes is probably false teachers, false teaching. The problems coming into the church. Remember the picture and what it means to us. Catch the foxes. Take them up. That's what it literally means. Set traps. Put walls up. Don't let the enemy come in. The false prophets. The false teachers. They will come between us and our God. They will come between us and Christ. We'll start to depend upon something else. No, catch The foxes, well, that's quite clear. But there's a second sentence here, second phrase. The little foxes that spoil the vines. This is a little bit different. This is probably about our relationships between one another. The things that can easily be overlooked. The little problems that get in and nag away. And they can actually become the bigger problem. The words that we've said, 
that we shouldn't have said, the hurt that we've caused that we shouldn't have done, that look, that frown, that sigh, the little foxes, oh, she looked at me, he spoke rudely to me. The little foxes, she says, that spoil the vines, they get in and they start to bite away at the bark. You don't see it initially. You come into the vineyard and everything seems to be fine. She says the grapes are tender. They're growing. They're not yet mature. But the little foxes can get in. What does that mean for us? Well, this picture of sublime love, Christ and his church, the people and one another, something could get in. Is it a false teacher, a lion, a jackal? Or we might see that. We might see that coming. If somebody comes in and denies the Trinity, I hope we'd spot that. If somebody comes amongst us and says, this is the way you should be converted, and it's not the way of the word of God, we should spot that. But what about the little foxes? The little things that could get into our relationships between a husband and a wife, that's the picture here that spoil the vines, the grapes won't mature if the bark has been taken off the vine. What's the picture of the vine? Christ is the vine. We are the branches. And the fruit, well, that's souls, the fruit-bearing qualities and responsibilities and blessings that come upon the branches and the fruits of character. That's always the fruit in the word of God, the vine is Christ, the branches, that's us, sometimes they need to be pruned, and the fruit, fruits of character, fruits of souls being reached, souls being saved. What danger we could cause if we allow the little foxes to spoil the vines. What a helpful picture. Isn't that right? Our relationships with one another, little things that can get in, stamp them out, stop them, notice them, don't let them fester. If the little fox gets in, you've got to stop them. We've got to find a way to keep them out and to make sure they don't cause the damage that they could do for our grapes are tender. Oh, they are, aren't they? The Lord is blessing us as a church in so many ways. We definitely see the good hand of the Lord upon us, but that could be snatched away. The grapes could fall off. If there was something to come, a little fox that could cause a nuisance between us, it's a tender crop. It's not yet mature. It's not ready for harvest. It needs protecting. So there's the lessons for us. Life's little foxes. Do they get into your life? They get into mine. Little things that annoy you. Tiny things. Inconsequential things, or they should be, but we let them burn away and fester. Something that somebody said, or just the way they looked at me, and it nags and gnaws, and it gets to the, the vine and it causes great damage. May we be watchful. That's what it seems the Shulamite is saying. Let's watch. We have 
wonderful fruit forming. We have a delightful vineyard where the Lord is blessing, giving us opportunity. And yet we don't want that to stop. We don't want people to be turned away because we don't welcome them. We don't want people to see us unfriendly. We don't want the little foxes to come in and to spoil the vines. Nothing, final application, nothing to come between us and Christ. If something stops your reading of God's word, your praying, your communion with him, deal with it. If you didn't manage to read and pray because life's duties got in the way this morning, you read tonight, you read tomorrow morning, you find a way, you don't let the devil get in, the little foxes that could cause so damage, so much damage, and we, we guard, we watch, we keep the walls, we protect, we look after and cultivate the vines so that the fruit will come in due season and the tender grapes will be no longer tender and they'll be ready for harvest in the Lord's good time. May the Lord help us with life's little foxes. Let's have our second.